Josh is gonna do Hold the on, movement, wait. and Cole's going to do. I'm I'm doing the sound the effects sound for effect. it. Podcast. Hey, this is Josh Pearson. Performance specialist with the complete athlete. This is Cole Warren. Certified USAPL club coach and owner of Salutum Health and Performance. Each week, Cole and Josh will take you through training techniques and tips, talk to athletes and fitness professionals to educate and motivate you for your fitness goals. Plus, you'll follow the journeys of Team Salutum powerlifting and get complete athletes. The Coaches Collaboration Podcast is brought to you by Salutum Health and Performance. Take your full power potential to a new level. Online powerlifting coaching, customized programming to fit your individual needs and goals. Access to a coach 24-7. Whether you need a quick form check or a full program, Salutum Health and Performance has one goal in mind, taking you to the next level. Got a meet coming up? Ask about on-site coaching. Join the team that's setting records across the powerlifting community. Team Salutum Powerlifting with Salutum Health and Performance. Online at SalutumHP.com. SalutumHP.com. And now, the Coaches Collaboration Podcast. Do we need a new hype song? I don't think we do now. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I oh, think we're pretty hyped as it is. We should bring up some Bruce Lee shit. <laughs> you know, the biggest Bruce Lee shit we should bring up is the fact that we totally need your rating on on iTunes, on Spotify. We're now on Spotify now. Um, if you get a moment, Review, give us some love. Rate. And share if you like this podcast, if you think it's funny and it's just nothing but toilet talk for you, if you get something from it, if you have suggestions about it, if you just want to be like, so I was bored the other day sitting around naked eating Cheetos and I listened to this podcast, share it on your social media. They were we sitting around eating you. Cheetos naked too. Who was? We were. Uh, speak for yourself, bro. I don't know what you do in your fucking spare time. I'm Maybe more it's of a Funyun girl, so. Funyuns. Okay. <laughs> Yeah! Cole, Cole's out. He's just like, I can't. That should be how we end every podcast. How about no? Instead of a form check? Yeah! How about no? No? No. Mm. I wish I could find the video of the last time I competed. Are you into anime? Not really, no. no. Am Me I supposed neither. to be? No. I'm just wondering. No, anime porn just doesn't do it I for me. I wasn't talking about porn. Oh, well. Naruto doesn't do it for me. Naruto? Man. Naruto. Just uh, Dragon about, Ball Z. What about OPM? I don't know what that I'm is. I'm down with OPM. Wait, I don't know what that is. I'm going to shut up. I'm down with OPM. <laughs> you, are you down with OPM? What, what? is oh, like OPM? Like the thing that killed Prince? <laughs> no. One Punch Man. What is I that? I don't know what that is. It's an anime. Oh. See, I don't watch anime because you see, I'm- Are you guys into Marvel? Mm. Yes. No, I think we should do a couple shout outs for people who have been super aw- um, awesome to the podcast on yeah. like, Instagram and more. Um, Brian, is it- Brian, I'm so sorry. I don't know how to pronounce your last name. He says he's an old-ass grumpy man. Equipped is more fun. Um, he is a power lifter, and he actually gave us a good shout-out on the last podcast on his story. So, Brian yeah. N., thank you so much. And some of the returning greats, I mean, Cindy Hinderman is always shouting us out. Right? And so this weird is, uh, Cole guy does, too. Weird. He's an asshole, though, that Cole <laughs> Warren guy. <laughs> Jeslyn always does, too. Yep. Jeslyn's always awesome. She is... Uh, over in Grand Forks, right? Yeah, Jeslyn's in, actually. I'm gonna be there this week because my mom's having surgery, so Ooh. I might have to stop it and be like, "Hi, it's Meat Week. Do you want to just watch?" You me should lift, go do some of her. Do her chiro thing. I think she's. Oh, her cryotherapy yeah. is amazing. I've done it. Have you? Yes, it's so cool. Okay, if you've never done <laughs> cryotherapy, and oh, plus it's called cooling. Hey. <laughs> no, it is really cool though, because um, it's kind of like when you do those voodoo wraps. Where it's supposed to suck. Hey Josh, fucking pay attention. I'm trying to find a fucking video for you right now. <laughs> oh my god. I am listening. Can you right. chill? God damn it. Do you see him? His whole face is <laughs> red. Look at him. <laughs> Josh, Shut the fuck up. Those mind anchors got you going, huh, bud? <sighs> oh. You're going to Grand Forks because your mother's getting spike on the because oh your mother is getting surgery. The you audio can talk on about this meat. today is going to be so hard to edit because Josh is psychotic I and I love it. Listening. Okay. So okay. who else do we? So anyway, uh, cryo, it, cryo. The cool thing about it is it's it like Cairo. it gets super super cold. Obviously, right? Well, all of a sudden they actually take like a thermal like measurement of what your body temp is. Like she checked my thigh and it was down to like God. I want to say it was like. 
50 degrees or something like that or like 39 degrees or something. It was crazy low. And what's cool is you get out. It is you're absolutely frigid freezing. And then all of a sudden it starts happening. You get this like bum rush of warm uh, and you feel like a million dollars for like an hour. And then uh, she says, so you're going to feel really good for about an hour. And then you're going to get probably get a little tired, probably have a good night's sleep. I slept the best I have ever slept. For really? like eight hours, right? And I was uh, recovering from a back injury. And um, like I felt like a truck had hit me, went back to bed, had the best sleep of my life. <coughs> Woke up and it was literally like a new day. It yeah. was the coolest thing I've ever. I've never tried it, but I'd like to. So shout out to Jesslyn. She always shares our junk on, on Insta. Shout Wait, out. She shares our stuff. She does not share Cole or Josh's junk. Nor should anyone ever share their junk on Instagram. Well, you don't know what goes on in the DMs, I guess. Whoa. <laughs> down in the DMs. Uh, who else can we shout down out? In the DMs. Um, well, obviously Kip Hines, because I thought he was going to have a heart attack. He was so excited to be yeah, on the cast. Kip, Kip, Kip you are awesome. Kip we totally it. love it. Can't wait to have him back. Um, hold I can on. only find a picture. Jeez, you're ugly. Mind anchor. Um, Fucking angry. But no, I wanted to try to find a video. Oh, freaking Chris Ortiz. He's yeah. always, yeah. Oh my God. He's going to be so mad. I didn't think of I that. Know. Yeah. Chubby Strong Powerlifter on uh, on Instagram. He's been um, a really big fan of the podcast since it since started. Since the beginning. Yeah. Since, since like our Genesis. very first one. Yeah. And uh, he was super honest and was like, hey, Brooke, you need to shut up more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shut the fuck up. But no, uh, <laughs> Oh, wait a second. Wait, hold on. Okay. Idiots, damn it. Then. You know what? I'm not making dinner for any of you. All right. I wasn't you going to in the have, first place. I know. I've offered. Okay. I know. I've offered, but I. it's like you guys are afraid I'm going to, you know, like poison you or something. Or not. Or not. I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. I wish I could find the video of I this I feel day. like we've all been smoking pot. We have the weirdest vibe going right now. What is happening with Cole right now? Do you see that picture right now? Oh my god. It doesn't blow up very well, but just like you rolling over somebody's back. Yeah, if you it's trying to set up your a profile so picture. I'm so stupid when it comes to yes, Facebook, okay? Are. I'm so sorry. But do you see what Does I'm doing? Have, do you see this? I wish I could find that video cuz that's the last time I competed. <laughs> right there. Saw it. <laughs> He's got his hat on. Sunglasses. Yeah. And he's got his headphones above you his ears because like, he's too fucking you cool look for like this a shit. Because <laughs> he's way too cool for this shit. <laughs> I'm saving that. Jesus. I'm never ever deleting that. Uh, it's on our story, right? Put now. it on the story and tag me in it. You never tag me in shit that you put on my story, so I can't share it on mine. <clears throat> Fine. It goes down. And Is that down. why I can't share your shit? Because you don't tag me in yes. it? Yes. Well, Otherwise, you have then. to take a screenshot Learning. and yeah. then do it. But now I can, if I, if you tag me in that, I can share it and it'll play it. <laughs> it won't just be a screen cap. Well, I'm not. These gonna fucking actually... old people in this goddamn technology. I swear to God. And I'm not that old. <laughs> oh, old people with the technology, huh? Listen, <laughs> listen. Why did you shut my mic? I off? couldn't remember which one you were on. So uh, this is why I'm over here just blocking out the haters. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Blocking out the haters. haters. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe we're recording right now. I oh, I it. can. Uh, the vibe is so weird. Like it's like seriously, it's like we all had edibles or something. Uh, it's one day we're gonna have to. Oh my god, I would Never totally. Done we it. have to be not in meat prep. <laughs> Never done it. Well, in edibles, three yeah. three weeks. I've heard game. it's intense. I've heard in edibles are intense. Not That's like intense, but intense. Yeah, a micro dose. Take a little bit. Yeah. That's why, like in a, a gummy tent? bear, you just eat the. You ever leg. done edibles in a tent? Is that what you just asked? I said it's intense, and I said not like in a tent, but intense. Okay, sweet. Uh-huh. That was a dad joke. Yeah. I thought both of you would figure that one. Well, out. neither of us are dads, so <laughs> thankfully that we know. Of. <laughs> uh, Josh has had a questionable past. <laughs> You know, you did do roids for a while. And Beachbody. Anybody who does Beachbody that often, I'm telling you right now, there's some... Goddamn embarrassing. <laughs> sorry. I'm not embarrassed. I don't give a shit. <clears throat> you took that personally, dude. I'm sorry. I didn't want you I don't to give get... Off. You just got butthurt a little like, bit. Look, ah. He won't look us in the eye. <laughs> I did that Beachbody. 
Shanti's insanity. I will give you credit, dude. You're a lot more shredded than I am. That's so. fucking easy to do. That's Seriously, true. we're like a block of Velveeta <laughs> cheese. You're the stuff we put on tacos. How much tonnage can you move, though? A ton. But you can't because a ton's 2,000 pounds. You, your total isn't 2,000 pounds. Neither is mine, but it's close. I've never... I would love to find out one day what my total is. Because the last time I benched was four years ago. Yeah, so your bench is probably trash. So it's probably not that big. Well, that day it was 280, which isn't great. That's, dude. But four years ago? That's good. That's Well, I used to do weighted dips, dude. I used to do 180-pound okay. dips. I, I was fucking strong. <laughs> Boy. Why don't you powerlift? It's way fucking cooler. Powerlifting's way too easy. Because I can deadlift more than he can. He gets sad about fucking it. Fucking right. I said it. <laughs> fucking said it. That's right. Yeah, but dude, it's cooler though. No one cares about weightlifting. I do. That's all I care about. That's what I care about. You care enough not to do a meet until two so weeks if, from now? So if you, were not, you and I were lifting next to each other, I was doing snatches and you were doing deadlifts. Who's getting looked at the most? Um, When I'm deadlifting 700 pounds and you're snatching... 250? Yeah. Me. Why don't we both I have plates stacked out to the fucking end of the bar. Why don't we, no oh, one gives a shit I what too. you're doing with I'll your I'll put a bunch of fucking, fucking bumper plates weights. on and people will be like, oh, did you seriously just ask that question? Did you say bumper plates? I you did. said me deadlifting versus yes. you fucking doing snatching? snatching? Fuck yes. Who's going to be watching who more? Let's hey, get in the singlet. Let's look let's find at out. how popular the sports are. Huh? Let's uh, look at views of meats. I think Guess weightlifting what? is more popular. It's not. Maybe it's because well, weird. Look, I just wait, found a picture wait, of a pig on pop? the internet um, trying to change the And the, <laughs> which general population? Which sport is in the Olympics? Okay. Hmm. How many eyeballs are on the Olympics? That's crazy because that doesn't hmm. change the amount of general population people you hmm. have doing it. Hmm. I what sport think... isn't in the Olympics and is still more popular? Huh. Badminton. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's more fucking popular than both of our sports. Oh. You guys Agreed are making me so uncomfortable that my like let's get our singlets my emotional out. eating is kicking fight, in let's and get now our I just want to eat things. I need I'll to max out, out again like I did last week. I need to max week. out this Friday. I choked Josh you, out last week. Why don't you do some shit? We don't I'll fight do at weddings. And we'll see who's watching. That's right. Okay, dude. Yeah. I'll play that game any day. Let's do it. Do you All think right. Josh is a city yet? Yes. What is a city yet? Wouldn't you like to know? I guess. DJ's from Upcountry. A stupid idiot? I am a stupid idiot. A idiot. Is that what that is? A idiot. An idiot from the city. You obviously. Oh, well, there you go. I am a idiot from a city. Yeah. He doesn't of watch Letterkenny. He has no idea. I have no idea. Shout out to Garrison if he listens to this. The last three weeks, he's posted videos of his workouts. He always starts it with a Letterkenny quote, <laughs> and I fucking love it. <laughs> Garrison Glass, shout out to you. Look at how salty he is. I know, right? He's, he's so a, salty. He's a t- <laughs> hey, dude. It'll get me all fired up hey, for my comp, man. When we listen to podcasts, oh, I'm ready for what it. do we talk about? Powerlifting or weightlifting? We talk about lifting. <laughs> Not just one or the other. We talk wait about Wait a minute. Oh, my gosh. Wait. So I much feel like there's, there. like there's like an emotional Ouija board in the room. What's it spelling? T. R. What? I what the f- G trig G trig triggered. It took way too long. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> T <laughs> Give me oh, a T. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> F U C K. We are, are we going to talk about anything or are we just going to banter? I figured we're just going to cut all of this shit out. There's a couple of really big things that I think we need to talk about. Um, Whether it's today or over the next couple of weeks, we are getting on to the really busy season of powerlifting. So we're talking a ton of meats. We are getting on to like a really, really busy season of powerlifting. Snatch and clean a jerk. You need to clean your snatch and shut up for a second, okay? Um, all right. You got a sandy no, snatch reals. over there. We got, we've got a ton of meats coming up. Uh, so I know that we've got a take note Tuesday next week that's going to talk about um, 
if you are going to be a handler at a meet for the first mm-hmm. time, some things that's going to be really awesome. Uh, Josh, you've got your first uh, weightlifting meet coming up, which is going to be in super awesome. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. So by the time One this airs, it'll be about a week days, out. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's why for real Friday, we should. Should what? It's my last max out day. Let's fucking get our singlets out and let's have a party. Nah, dude. I oh my God. To... I'll be here Friday. I don't get to lift those, but I can video it because it's the day before my meet. I'll come in and watch you. Let's do it. I'll be singlet. doing volume squats. Can I just come in and videotape it all? Because that's, I can't work out that day. That's the only problem is I can't meet. lift on that main floor. That rubber. Yeah. Why don't you guys have a rack in that room? Yeah. We do. You can use my jerk blocks. I don't care. I'm not... That's weird. Like a real athlete that can adapt? Dude. Can you not, I'm not ad- squatting adapt? over 500 pounds off of jerk blocks and on turf? The jerk blocks that you have told you, us you break constantly. They haven't broken in a while. <laughs> you know, in a while. two weeks. But you put it on your back, you stand up, take your two steps out, and you're ready. I nah, duct taped them. It's fine. I thought Friday was a deadlift day. Make it a deadlift day. Mm-mm. Just for me. You can't. He's on programming. You I don't, you don't fuck with your programming. Then, yeah. Trust me, I found he out. He just it. wants to show down with me. He does. I just want you to stare at my nuts while I do snatches. That's oh, all. God. That's all. Alrighty. But then. something, something I didn't ask. By the way, that's and the hardest part about going to powerlifting meets is like it is never fails. There's always a couple dudes who don't wear underwear under their singlet, and you're like, dude, seriously, I don't know which part of you is smiling more right now. This is really hard for me. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely need to wear underwear under mine. <laughs> Someone would be like, is that a small toddler pointing? What is that? Is that all sack and no dick? Do you yes, know what? Okay. <laughs> yes, I'm going to put Ben is. on blast a little bit here. Ben, ben is in Banks? Ben Lawrence, yeah. Does he just... Oh, here we go. Oh, God. So, he told me the other day. He's like, Cole, I told my mom not to come to my meet. I'm like, why, dude? What? Like, you don't want her to be there to support you and, like, you know, just see all this work that you put in? He's like, nah, I just don't want her to see my dick. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> dude if people like no (laughs) let's be honest i think that this singlet does nothing for anybody other than make us all feel self-conscious slightly about ourselves i was a wrestler so i thrive in tight singlets yeah Yeah. (laughs) for me i comfortable i haven't been in a singlet since like eighth grade and but you got one you got a virus singlet coming in the black yeah how much was it 130 bucks but for weightlifting that was really the price for everything for all of the singlets that are okay to use so i guess i don't I, know but is there specific weightlifting versus well on the singlets? on the team usa.org website yeah. you know usaw to go to the olympics you know they they do sell only nike singlets they have nike singlets? yeah because nike. Nike, i think nike has a uh contract with, with team yeah, USA. usa yep which is also why the romaleos are so nice and yeah, anyway um Rogue, so you go to Rogue's website, right? If you're a CrossFitter, you fucking know. Um, even even Rogue only prints their logo on Nike-specific singlets because there's only so many that are That's pretty sick, allowed. Actually. Yep. So the virus ones are the exact same everything. They just use a different antimicrobial fabric so they don't Oh, so smell. your balls don't stink. <clears throat> yeah, so it doesn't smell and you can wear it longer. Um, and what's How much nice longer is, you don't wear a fucking singlet? No, I'm saying... Why do I see How? him washing his dishes in one like next no. week in the middle of the week? <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> you got to break it in, dude. I'm thinking for like. No, yeah, you'll lift. Three, you four. Lift in three, sessions. four lifting sessions over yeah, the next couple of sure. weeks. I'll be lifting in. Am I the sure. other one who doesn't care? Like. I always take my last week, my openers or my last heavy lifts in a singlet. Yeah. No, really? I'm. Yes. This. So my new singlet should be here Tuesday, Wednesday and Friday this week, next Monday and then the meet. So four it's times. It's just to a, mimic. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. No, I get that, but I'm cutting the music. There's going to be nothing. Oh yeah, that makes sense. I'm going to have headphones that I can listen to, but when it comes time to lift, they yep. go out. No yep. music out. Chalk up. Yeah. And then go. Mm-hmm. And I'm going for it. Yeah. Have you guys seen the movie Dodgeball? Yes. You know, like that Bernice chick Where who gets called for steroids. Oh yeah. You know, like way to go, Bernice. <laughs> right. God damn it, Bernice. I just want you to know that. I look like her adult version when I'm in a singlet. It is really scary. Like, I'm not a fan of the singlet. You got like, super hairy, hairy arms Like, I seriously, I swear to God, I look like pro, like Cro-Magnon man, like when I wear a singlet. Like, Jesus. it's bad. Like, I am, I am not suited for a singlet. <laughs> <laughs> What's nice with mine is it's got a, it's got a pad over my balls. 
and what? it's got a pad over my my hips like for, a maxi pad well no it's a snatch pad so when the bar bangs against your hips which will be something kind of cool yeah you would you think it'd be my sing while intercoursing yeah. you'd think it'd be my singlet with a snatch pad but i well, mean it would just make sense i had my own snatch pad then i shaved it off Oh, oh, that's not where I was going with that. Yeah, but. Uh, you really that that was good. That was, was, was nice, proud dude. of you. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I was going to ask you a legitimate question. So we talked on the toilet talk Tuesday. Yeah, Jesus, but this one this one won't air. This one will air before. No, I which know. one are you talking about? You talking about meat prep? TNT? I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking about the meat one that's coming out on Tuesday after okay. you guys hear this. Right. Something we didn't cover that I want to ask you about is. The taper, right? The two-week taper or mm -hmm. one-week taper or whatever. But also, so for those of you who at this point you haven't heard this Take Note Tuesday, we talk about how I'm going to be helping out one of my coworkers in their first meet and I'm going to be calling their numbers and doing things like that. Something I need to know, should he, so it's three weeks out, is there ever a time to do all three lifts maxed out outside of a competition? Yeah. Okay. Um, I usually don't. Okay. But it is not a bad idea during kind of your peak phase when you're getting closer to the meet to incorporate what we call it an SPD day where okay. you do squat, squat bench, bench and deadlift. Um, that way you get used to doing all, all three. three in the same day because mm -hmm. that, for a lot of people, that's a big change because mm -hmm. what when do you ever do all three in the same day? Right. So, it can be even like a day where they're all like you're doing all light days on those lifts, mm -hmm. but just so you can kind of get in that rhythm, but it's a huge time investment because yes. that those days take forever. Right. Cause you got to warm up and not, not only are you just, I mean, you're not just working up to a single, you're doing working sets. Right. So it takes longer, mm -hmm. you know? Um, now, is that something you would have them do as a once off mm -hmm. or like, if I were to four weeks in it, a row leading yeah. up, okay. If I were to program it, I would do it that way. So, like in the peak phase, on that, maybe some people do it on the Saturday. Yeah. Yep. So that that's when they're going to compete. So mm -hmm. that's when they're kind of getting used to that. Um, some people also they won't do that, but they'll do like a week out on the Saturday. They'll hit all three of their openers. Okay. That day. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't necessarily do that either. The only reason because is I like. The last heavy deadlift day, I think people need a little bit more time than just seven days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So usually they'll take their last really heavy deadlift day, like two weeks out. Like two Wednesdays before or two yes. Saturdays before? Two Wednesdays okay. before. And then the next deadlift day will be, it'll still be heavy, mm -hmm. but it won't be as heavy. Would it so be instead like, of an like an opener? Like yeah, yeah. So like the two the two Wednesdays before will be kind of like an RP nine ish. So like second attempt potentially, and then the next Wednesday. So the last. So this would be like ten days before the meet. You'll maybe warm up to your opener, and then do your working weight afterwards. Mm -hmm. And then that following Saturday, so exactly seven days out, I like to program squat opener ish. And bench opener-ish on the same day. On that Saturday? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then so Saturday. like for Ben Lawrence, who's prepping for the same meet that Luke is, mm -hmm. um, we kind of had to just flip his whole arrangement for his days. So instead of squatting on Mondays, now he's squatting on Saturdays. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that he can just kind of get used to that because it's easier to manipulate bench than it is with squats. Yeah, you recover so, a little quicker. Right. So with bench, um, like for example, on the week before meet week. Yep. So the Saturday before. Yeah. So yeah. that whole, so he's going to have actually two heavy bench days. Oh, okay. Because he'll bench on Monday, like we are doing this peak phase. And then he's going to bench again on that Saturday when we're doing his bench and squat opener. Mm hmm. So, so then if you're doing the openers on the Saturday before, mm -hmm. what would that Monday's bench look like? Would it be above the opener? The Monday of bench. Of, no, it'll okay. be cuz I guess be, it'll be kind of around the same. Okay. It'll so be kind of basically around the same. hitting the openers twice that week before. 
Yeah, it's okay. just kind of basically how the how the schedule lays yeah. out. If yeah. you figure out a, def- a different way, there's definitely better or worse ways. Yeah. This is just the kind of the way that I figured out with him that probably worked best for mm-hmm. him. So let's say it's what bodybuilders call peak week. It's mm-hmm. the week of the competition. Yeah. Do you have them train the same amount of days? Do you give no. them an extra day off? Yeah. Like so, extra day off. So I'll give you like a, a yeah. outline of what meet week looks like. Yeah. So what I like to do is Monday will most likely be an SBD day. Okay. Yep. Or just a, a bench. Well, it'll most likely be an SPD day. Yeah. So, but super light. I yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's more of that meat week where the work is already done. Mm-hmm. So we're not necessarily worried about the work that you're going to do. Right. We're more worried about maintaining your technical proficiency. Mm-hmm. So we want to kind of, we want to use the same frequency that you normally do. Mm-hmm. So let's say you bench four days a week. We want to get at least three days of benching in before that meet day. Yeah, right. Because so don't we don't want to detuned. Exactly. Yeah. And like I said, they don't need to be heavy. We already right. did the work. Right. But it, there's some days where, like, one, if I need to rearrange my schedule based off of work or whatever, and maybe I squat two days later than I normally would, I get into the, under the bar and it feels foreign because yeah. I'm used to that pr- pr- that frequency right. and squatting on that day. And I'm, my body's just kind of used to that. Anything past that, I'm just like, geez, I feel like I haven't right. done this in forever. I know exactly how you feel. So yeah, we yeah. wanna we we wanna avoid that. Yeah. So Monday, squat bench and deadlift. Mm-hmm. I like to do like three sets of four on squat and bench, and then three sets of three on deads. Um, At like a five RPE. Yeah, yeah. RP five six. Um, again, you're more focusing on. Because you're gonna be, you're probably still gonna be a little bit sore from that Saturday. Yeah, right. Because you hit openers right. plus that Wednesday before so you hit a pretty good deadlift. Exactly. Yeah. So you're, it's technical proficiency, but it's also kind of an active recovery, mm-hmm. right? So that's Monday. Tuesday off. Wednesday is usually a another squat and a bench. Okay. So you're taking the deadlift away. Yeah. Okay. Because that Wednesday to Saturday is. Even though you're going light, that's a little. That's still a little bit close. Mm-hmm. And for even for someone who only squats two days a week, I like them to hit another light squat day there too, mm. just to stay and kind of because you get fucking antsy that last week, right? Because you're you have all this energy exactly. Up, you're you're so hyped. It. You're thinking about it. So it's kind of. Are you still gonna make them do fours? Yes. Okay. Yep. It's kind of. It's gonna be the same around the same. Um, rep ranges, okay. so three sets of four-ish around mm-hmm. there. And again, super light, more focusing on technique, focusing on um, your setup, mm-hmm. um, focusing on visualize, visualization, right. thinking about the judge in front of you, visualizing yeah. the commands. Yeah, my plan with him on that Wednesday is every rep to say up. Yeah. So that he yep. just Especially with it. bench. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Hold. And I might even not try to throw him off a little bit, but don't be the, so, yeah, that's a huge part where he just holds it and maybe I'll don't do, be predictable. Right. Exactly. Yep. But maybe the first set, it's all the same, but then after that kind of throw him off. So because he has to react, and especially, be okay and I've had lifters who have actually had near misses with this, where they get so used to the tempo, tempo that I, and also the temple that I call it. Yeah. In, so that they just kind of, instead of reacting to my verbal cue mm-hmm. they almost just get it ingrained that this is how long i have to hold they it and then they go up you are exactly gonna, yeah. okay. so instead of them reacting to an extrinsic verbal command mm-hmm. they already have it in their mind when they have to go back up so it's good to switch that yeah. those because you might have a judge that holds you a little bit longer than normal right or and you fast. have to be ready for that or fast yeah. exactly so that's a really good that's is, a really good thing too would you do that on the wednesday or the monday I would both. do that as much as possible okay. in that peak phase. Yeah, cool. Have someone call your, at least for bench especially. Right. And then that last week or the last two weeks, if you if you don't have anyone to give you commands on the squat, at least visualize them. Mm-hmm. I even, I fucking visualize the judge sitting in front of me. I'd walk out. I wait for him to drop his hand. I do my squat. I stand up and I wait for him to say rack and pull me into the rack. Yeah, cool. So you just visualize that stuff so that... On meet day, it's not your first day seeing it. Right. You know, you've already been through that. You already 
know somewhat of what to expect mm-hmm. so that you're, it's not all this brand new stuff that you're experiencing. Mm-hmm. So Monday, Wednesday, pretty similar. Monday, is that their last deadlift day? Yep. Okay. Yep. If so they then- need, if they really need to, there's, there's been meets before where on that Wednesday I'll warm up for deadlifts mm. and maybe hit one plate, two plate, and then be done. Yeah. Just, just because that my hips motion. might be a little bit tight mm-hmm. and I just kind of want to just do that mm-hmm. again because I'm feeling antsy and I want to do something. Right. The key is don't do too much. Right, right, right. right. Err on the side of caution mm-hmm. instead of doing too much. Right. Because you need to let that taper work. Mm-hmm. If you're overworking yourself and stressing your because people think that it's always especially with like meathead macho guys they think more is better all Mm -hmm. the time that that last week it's not better right if you're gonna do more do super light super easy stuff really long breaks too yes yes okay so then thursday friday rest both days sleep even Friday, you're not going to have them just do like nope. one plate on the squat or nothing. Nope. Okay, cool. Stay away mm-hmm. from the gym so that you're on that, hyped. Dude, on that Saturday when you go into the meet, you should be ready to fucking right. eat the weights. Yeah. For my uh, for my competition in two weeks, my taper looks, I do openers on Wednesday just to keep it fresh. Mm-hmm. Thursday, nothing. Friday, I do like three singles at, three single snatches at like 95 pounds. Right. Just, just so that everything just is yeah. in tuned. Well, and with weightlifting too, there's more technique that right. you have to keep. Right. You know. Yeah. The degradation's a little bit quicker because mm-hmm. there's so much more stuff. Right. Than there is with powerlifting. So. But I remember the last time I peaked, and I went through the same taper. Even Friday, I was just ready to just throw on some big yep. ass fucking plates and just go for and it. And that's that. You bring up a good point. Is look. So I've been, I've now I've been starting to get to the point where I've had athletes for multiple, multiple meets. Mm -hmm. Look back at the peaks that you've done before. Mm -hmm. What's worked, what hasn't. If it's fucking worked the way you've done it, do the same exact thing. Exactly. If something maybe you think can be done a little differently, then maybe mess around with it. The Mm -hmm. only way you're going to learn if it's going to be better is if you try it. Mm -hmm. So try it. See how it works out on meet day, take notes, then adjust in the mm-hmm. future. Because if you always do the same thing or if you, I mean, if you're always changing it too, you got to kind of find a balance there. Right. Like for me, I've kind of got it dialed in what, because I've always had super, super good performances on meet day. Mm-hmm. My peaks always gone good. My tapers always gone good. So I'm not going to change anything just right. until something comes up where I can be like, okay. I've been doing it the same way, but now maybe I need to adjust a little bit because mm-hmm. maybe it's not working as good as it used right, to. Right. So you always have to be adaptive in that right. aspect as well and realize sometimes it's not good to change up a bunch of stuff. Right. But Especially sometimes you close. need to. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. you gotta be able to look at that and make those decisions. Right. And that's the boat I'm in right now. So if you guys listen to the Take Note Tuesday that would have aired before this episode. You're doing a lot of foreshadowing here. Right, yep. <clears throat> that would have aired before this episode. Oh, I before. talked about getting hurt. Yeah. Right? And I said I was going to talk about kind of what I'm going to be doing now. So my best tapers are when, not the week of my peak, not the week of my max out, but the week before, it's shitty. Yeah. If, if. You're fucking my grinding last, to get through those workouts. Exactly. My last max out session, I don't even come close. I can barely touch my openers. I am so devastated. Mm-hmm. Then the next week, maybe that Monday I'm hitting openers, Wednesday I'm hitting openers. Maybe Monday I'm hitting a little heavier than opener, but I am just grinding yeah. Monday. Mm-hmm. Tuesday's better. Wednesday's great. Right. Thursday, Friday, I, I'm like, okay, okay. And I go in and for whatever reason, everything just clicks. Right. And there's, I mean, there's a spectrum on all of this stuff mm-hmm. for like, for example, you're a smaller lifter. Right. So that, like you say, you take your last heavy lift on the Monday of that meet week, right? Well, no. So I guess my last absolute max out is going to be this coming Friday. Right. So next Saturday is my meet. My Monday, I might take somewhere between my opener and my second attempt. But that's still over 90%. Yeah, it's 94% or whatever. Right, right. But you're able to do that because, one, 
you you know that you're able to recover that quick. Right. There's some lifters who, especially for powerlifting, mm-hmm. because the the weight on the bar yeah. is heavier. Right. You right. Know, that like for me, if I pull because my last deadlift of this peak will be right around 700 pounds. Right. I can't take that any closer than two plus weeks out from the meet or yeah. else I won't be recovered. You won't touch close to exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it, and it depends on the lifter. If you're a female who's a light female, mm-hmm. you can maybe manage to take your openers Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. You can, yeah. because the, the weight on the bar isn't necessarily as heavy mm-hmm. and women tend to recover a lot quicker. Right. So you can maybe push those last heavy days closer to the meat mm-hmm. because, well, one, maybe you're, you're probably doing more frequency right. than a heavier male or a male period. So there's, there's a spectrum on a lot right. of this stuff. And as a weightlifter, my peaking phase until life got in the way. I was hitting 90% on snatch clean and jerk three times a week. Mm-hmm. That third day being go for a one rep max that's not killing you. Yeah. You know, go for a like an RPE nine mm-hmm. where it's it's hard. It's not going to kill you. You'll recover because Monday you got to hit at least your opener again. <clears throat> so in getting hurt, and again, foreshadow, what am I doing differently in this peak than I have done in the past? Yeah. So in the past, it was always basically hit my second attempt on Monday, Wednesday hit an opener, Friday last max out session, Saturday light, Monday a little bit more than my openers, Wednesday openers, just one, no drop sets, no squats, no nothing. Mm -hmm. I stop squatting usually Tuesday of the week. Right, so you're pulling volume from that. Tons. Monday, so the Monday of the the meet, I usually wouldn't do any squats either. Tuesday's my last and it's a heavy front squat. Right. And no drop sets, nothing. Then I'm hitting my openers Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, really nothing except super light on Friday. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday max out. But again, in getting hurt, I haven't, so it's Sunday now, I haven't squatted since Monday. So right. I I basically just did my last week of my taper this past week. Yeah. But what I didn't get was Wednesday's max out, not max out, but the openers because I was hurt. Mm -hmm. So Saturday, so yesterday I came in and I told myself, you got to go for it. You got to at least be able to hit your openers because if you're not able to hit your openers now, there's no way you can make up for it within two weeks if you're still hurt. Yeah. So yesterday was a make or break where do I pull out of this competition? So Mm -hmm. from Tuesday, wasn't thinking, I wasn't thinking, oh, I need to pull out of my competition, anything like that. All I was saying is, if by Saturday I'm not able to do this, I need to, because otherwise I'm just going to get hurt. Yeah. Because in competition mode, if I'm not fully rested or recovered, I will break myself going for something huge. Yeah. I will. I'm not afraid. I mean, I will die by the bar. Um, so yesterday I was able to come in and I hit my second attempts on both lifts. No pain, nothing. And now I'm, I can't freaking wait. But this coming week, I need to make sure I, in a way, make up for that squat volume I lost last week so that I keep that fatigue. Yeah. Because again, one week out, well, 10 days out, I need to be kind of fatigued. You want to, yeah. I want to be kind of beat up. I want to be. Not, so that the taper works and exactly. so that you can super compensate. Exactly. Because I recover day. very quickly. So I could do a, a one rep max back squat on a Wednesday, come in Friday right. and max out. Mm-hmm. And I'm usually, I, I recover very quickly. And it's because all of my accessory lifts are in a way lighter because they always come last. Right. Snatch always gets you tired, so you can't really hit numbers like you do powerlifting. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I have back squat, front squat, back squat. My original thought was I should just add, you know, like 10% volume or put a number on it. But what I'm thinking now is if I'm supposed to do, let's say, four sets of three back squats on Monday, Maybe I'll do five. I five was going to say that. Just add one extra setting. set. Yeah. Yeah. Cause originally I was thinking one extra rep, mm-hmm. but that makes or breaks because right. the weight might cripple me in a way. Right. And then take longer breaks exactly. in those sets just to keep that volume in there. Right. Yeah. That's why if that's one thing we did this weekend with Ben too, cause he's, I mean, his, his meat, wheat, Jesus Christ, his meat is the week after yours. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, he's gearing up and mm-hmm. everything right now too. And he recently switched his shoes from flats. We went back to heels. Oh, okay. Just so, for squats? Yeah. Okay. So uh, 
this weekend, he had, on Saturday, he had his heavy single and then his back down stuff. And it was originally four sets of three. But I could tell that he was still getting used to the new shoes and everything. And it's tough when you're this. It's really tough. And I don't recommend it for anybody. But when you're this close to make a switch up like that, he was yeah. just experiencing some lower back pain. Mm -hmm. And it hurt more when he was in flats and mm -hmm. he was in heels. So I was like, hey, if we can maintain your deadlift volume this close, let's throw the heels on right. so that it doesn't they don't affect each other as much. Yeah, with intensity, it is hard to change elements. Right. So what I had him do is instead of doing four sets of three, I just had him add another set. Mm -hmm. One, because it's not right now, it's not bad to push that high intensity volume. It's mm -hmm. just going to add to that fatigue and then it's right. going to add to the super compensation at the end. If he can maintain it, which I know he can. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And also with him putting on those new shoes, that added set just acted as another practice set. Mm -hmm. Those another three reps that he can get in those shoes, right. getting used to that new right. center of gravity, bar path, all that stuff. Now, when he's warming up, is he adding repetitions? Is his warm up the same? His warm up was the same. Okay. Yep. Because yep. I, I know some athletes, if they do that, maybe they blow out their shoes and they need new ones mm -hmm. really close. Mm hmm. On their warm-up sets, they might do one extra warm-up set. We did have him, so on Friday, um, he did a little active recovery squat day yep. with the heels. Yeah. Cool. So he did, I think, just like three sets of five at like 315, mm -hmm. really like just feeling the heels out a little bit. Right. So that when he came in on Saturday for his heavy single and then his back down work, that wasn't the first time he squatted in heels in a, in yeah. a while. Yeah, so, and he was primed for exactly, it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, but I want to go back. Okay, cool. Because this brings up a very interesting question, mm -hmm. and it, a lot of people's philosophies on it differ, but when do you pull out of a meet? Like when, so when is it to the point where your injury is so bad, or circumstances have happened where you know you won't perform your best? Mm -hmm. what, what's the line that someone should, or you personally should pull yeah. out of a meet? And I think this... This is an interesting question. Yeah, it is. Because it, it brings into account about people's character well, too. And ego. Yeah. Uh -huh. Because I kind of like what you just said, when you said you you would have pulled out because if you would have went, you would have killed yourself that day anyway. Exactly. But that's only because you have these certain numbers in mind. Right. And if you went to the meet, you're thinking, I'm gonna hit these numbers or go for them right. no matter what. Exactly. Whereas some people may think instead, hey, I'm hurt, but I've signed up for this meet. I know now I've I have to readjust. I'm still gonna do the meet, but I'm just gonna not hit the numbers mm -hmm. and, and re and drop the numbers down and hit what I can, but I'm still gonna do the meet. Right. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. when like at what point do you make that decision? Yeah. In my situation, two things come to mind. One, my injury is a half an inch to the left of my spine. Mm, in a that may, yep. You're, so, you're where the injury is and yeah, how bad it could get. Is and a, I was humped over for 45 minutes, couldn't even stand up. Right. And even Friday's light session, I was so cautious. Mm -hmm. And I do not want to go into a meet thinking about, am I going to get hurt? Because then I will. Right. You know, because I'm not thinking about, I need to pull under or whatever. Plus, this being my first meet, I already know the numbers I want to hit, and they're not even close to my PRs. Mm -hmm. I know my opener is, it's like over 10 kilos away from my best ever. And yep. on a snatch, that's that's a big difference. Yep. My third attempt, assuming everything goes well, is still eight kilos away, five kilos away, whatever, right. where I said to myself, I don't need to take an even further step back because- And that's- that's yeah. another one of the things is like for so for there's a couple big aspects that comes to my mind when I think about if I'm going to do a meet injured or not. Mm -hmm. One, and this kind of goes both ways, is the level of the meet. Yeah. So not very many people have the ability or the privilege to say compete at a national level meet. Right. Right. So if I were to get hurt leading into nationals, it's like, would I just take the advantage, just take, still take the opportunity to compete on a national stage, but maybe let's say, um, 
something happens with my bench and mm -hmm. I have to take, if I were to go, I'd have to take like a token bench. Right. So I'd squat, do my squats, maybe go on platform bench 135 for an opener, cut the rest of them just so I'm still in the meat yep. and then do my normal deadlifts. Mm -hmm. So one, you could do that just so you can compete on the national right. stage. Which is a big deal. Which it's, is a very big deal. It's prestigious. Exactly. It's, you're gaining experience. Mm -hmm. But then also, and I ran into this last year for nationals, I couldn't afford, like, it's a big money investment. Yes. Yeah. So nationals last year was in Spokane, Washington. Mm -hmm. And I had family and stuff that was going to come out and watch me. And I had gotten hurt. I was at, and by the time nationals came around, I was like, well, I could have thrown up a total, mm -hmm. but I didn't want to be out there and spend money to stay there for the whole week right? for my family and friends to pay to travel to come out there if I wasn't able to put on the best performance I possibly could. Right. To take a token bench. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, there's so much stuff mm -hmm. that you needed to, that I take into consideration and it's, it's some of it's ego, some mm -hmm. of it's just logic, some of it's money. Right, yeah. Some of it's the level of the meat. Mm -hmm. And if, what's nice is mine is a beginner basic. Right. Where, but And then also it's like, what are you gaining yeah. from still doing this meat? Are you putting yourself at risk to getting more hurt? Right. And then pushing off your recovery another three mm -hmm. months that exactly. is going to affect your next meat? Exactly. Or am I going to have a bad experience on the platform? Let's say I'm doing a clean and jerk my rib goes and the bar crashes on me. Exactly. Am I going to be afraid of doing clean and jerks on a platform yeah. because of, you know, a form right. of PTSD or something like that? So absolutely, I was taking that. But I also, the other side of me was, what if I went and did token mm -hmm. clean and jerk snatch? I'm still going to learn a lot from that meet. But then I thought to myself, I'm like, I, I have family that want to come see me. And right. I'm like, it's either I am going to compete. And right now, I'm thinking to myself, you know, I'm going to go in and still hit the numbers I want. But in reality, if for some reason my rib is bothering me or something, yes, I will change my numbers that day if I right. have to. If right. I and to. that's another aspect. There's so many different fucking aspects yeah. here. But, and that's a lot of the times that you'll see people take those token numbers is when they get hurt meet week or meet day. Yeah. They feel different than they normally would. Mm -hmm. So they're there. Maybe they get through their squats and during their squats, they pull their hamstring. So they're still, they still do their bench, but then in order to at least get a total because they invested all of this money, time, right. they're there, they'll take a token deadlift to at least just get a total. total right. So that, that's when you'll see a lot of those token lifts. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of, that's a big thing too, is like if I were to get hurt two weeks out, I'd probably pull out. Right. But if I were to get hurt warming up for squats or yeah. bench or deadlift, I'm still going to go out there and at least do it so that because I'm there. Right. You yeah, know, absolutely. And the people that I, that are came to support me are already there. Mm -hmm. So I kind of owe them that. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. You at least owe them some type of a performance. Right. And again, for me, it was big that I hit my openers and then my second attempts. But then I said to myself, so if I go in and only get my openers, at least I did that. Right. You know, so it, it was just more reassurance for me too, where I was like, hey, I mean, my openers, so for this basic, competition your openers cannot be above a certain total oh, and yeah interesting yeah. so as an 81 kilo lifter my lifts have to i have to open under 222 which so how does that mess with your attempt selection i have to make some pretty fucking big jumps so the so my attempt selections i have to think do i want to take a 100 snatch which i can do no problem mm -hmm. 220 easy and then that would allow me to do a 120 clean and jerk, which I can do with one arm. So, or do I take a heavier clean and jerk and set my snatch up a little lighter? So what I've been right. So it's total. It's total. not like okay. okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. what I've been experimenting with is how big of jumps can I take? So like on my snatch, I can take 100, 105, and like 108, 110. Mm -hmm. I would love to go 105, 108, 110. Yeah. Depending upon how I feel, I might go 105, 110. So, because again, 113 is my best. So, with weightlifting, you have to follow yourself. Sometimes. Correct? No, no, no. Nope. So, 
do you go through the entire flight and then it goes back to the top and goes it's back through? whoever's lifting the next weight okay so, so like it's, if, it's just bar weight yes goes yep. up it never goes back down correct so yep. that sucks because yes. i would for if that was a situation in a powerlifting meet mm -hmm. and then yeah my novice lifter who's there is a fucking beast and he's gonna blow these numbers out of the water i would go up hit his hit that opener at that that ceiling yep use that as his last warm-up yeah go go do yeah. another warm-up in the in the in, back in room the back that's how do um, another set in the back exactly come back so that that jump from his first to second mm -hmm. you hit a tweener there yeah so that it's not a big shock and i wish i could get a list of who's lifting and maybe reach out to him because i have a feeling i'm going to be following myself right which means i need to take a lift mm -hmm. and within a 30 two, seconds courtney has to number. give my next number then i have a one minute timer and then followed by 30 second timer that one minute's basically yep. my rest yep. then there's the 30 seconds you got to get the bar off the floor mm -hmm. then i hit that number and i got to take another one so right. what i'm doing this week is just that yeah. following myself every single day i'm setting a timer so it's every that's I one lift. of the biggest differences about yes. weightlifting and powerlifting and not in a basic meet but there's jockeying for position oh so I, let's say i put my opener at 100 and I know the guy after me is 101, and I want to fuck with him. Mm -hmm. I'll start at 102 then, bitch. You You'll go put first. put it in at 102, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll change my opener. The only you go. thing I can is, change it only twice. But you're Right, and the only thing is you got to be careful with that. Yeah, so I can because, hit the number still. Right. Otherwise, and I bomb out. Exactly, because like you said, that bar can't go back down. Exactly. So you got to, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's, the fucking, competition's a lot easier to follow yeah. because the next lifter's lifting heavier. Mm -hmm. And you know, oh, that lifter beat this lifter because they lifted more and they're in the same weight class. Right. So it's a little easier to follow. Right. You're not going from fucking yeah. a 700 pound deadlift to a 400 pound deadlift. Exactly. Yeah. But in the, in, it's basic, better for the spectators, yes. but not so much for the right. lifters. Exactly. Like, if I have a 10-person flight, yeah. I have 10 minutes in between each lift. Exactly. Because it's rule of thumb, you have it's basically a minute a lifter. Right. Because once they get the bar loaded, then they have a full minute, but mm -hmm. most people don't take it. So the amount of time it takes them to load the bar and the amount of time that they lift. About a minute. Is a, a, roughly a minute. Right. Bench usually is a little longer. Mm -hmm. Deadlift's usually a little faster mm -hmm. because it's less prep right yeah, less setup right and plus just lifting the bar it's, mm -hmm. it's goes faster but so that i mean so then that way when we're doing warm-ups i time like at least the last three warm-ups yeah. for my lifter right it's going to be you're going to have us yeah you have 10 43 is probably when you're going to take your first i know attempt. yes i yeah. tell them the exact time right. when they take their warm-ups and when they take their attempts because we want to space it the same amount that exactly. you have in between your attempts during the meet so you'll take your last three warm-ups 10 minutes apart because you're going to have that much time yeah. in between your attempts and with weightlifting i could be on my last warm-up my name gets called because three people change their openers yeah you know so let's say i need to open at 100 and i'm taking 95 or 93 on the platform josh pearson we need you on the stage yeah fuck i have less than two minutes now i'm hyped i gotta get out there right. i gotta calm down hit my lift and it's a, again, it's an introductory meet, right? But at the national level, people fuck with each a other. Shit show, especially in weightlifting. Sometimes the competitions are based on teams, yeah. like from each gym. Yep. yep. So some coaches will sacrifice their athletes' second attempt if they have to to fuck a team over so that it makes They'll the make whole a big team jump better. And then, and then the exactly. lifter will miss it, and then right. Yeah. So I have to make. I, I'm so with my snatch. The most I can really jump is about 10 pounds at a time when I get into the high 80s, 90%. Because mm -hmm. technique-wise, it's different. Every 10 pounds, you got to lift the bar just a little differently. There's different timing. Clean and jerk. And I've been doing this ever since I found out there was a maximum I could I could open at. Yeah. I've been taking these jumps. I can take a 10-kilo jump on my clean and jerks. I yeah. can take a 15-kilo jump if I need to. Mm -hmm. So my plan is, even though I have to start at 160, I'm going 160, uh, 160, 120, I'll go 120, 130, 140, and hit 308 in the last Right. Rep. And so in your situation, and this isn't a situation that most people have to deal with, but like for you, it makes sense for you to start lower mm -hmm. on your clean and jerk because you can manage bigger jumps, right. whereas on your snatch, you can't. Exactly. So if you can take those bigger jumps so that you can start lighter mm -hmm. so that that opener 
you can make it higher exactly. for your snatch. Mm-hmm. So that, that's a, that's it's, an interesting thing you yeah. got to deal with there. At least at a beginner's meet. Because yeah. At, yeah. A, at a more advanced meet, it there's going to be five lifters yeah, lifting fucking, around matter. the same weight as you. But yeah, so I've been kicking that around like, okay. And the chances of bombing out are a little bit less in the way I just described it. Mm-hmm. Because with the snatch, the 100 kilo, that's 89% or 90% or whatever where... I can do it. Mm-hmm. And worst case, I have three shots at it. Y- yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Where if everything gets to me and blah, 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 maybe I'm still hurt, whatever. I still have three shots at this lift that I can definitely do. Right. But I hit it, jump five kilos. If it goes well, maybe I'll try to jump five kilos again, jump three, whatever. Because I know in the back of my mind, I'm not going to miss 120 clean and jerk. Yeah. So I'll get yeah. a total. Right. It's just after that, how can I manage, do I need to jump 10 kilos, 15 kilos? Because how am I feeling? Do I feel like I can clean and jerk 320 today? Mm-hmm. Because if I do, I'm starting at 265, you 264. Gotta, you got some weight to eat up. Yeah, I need to I need to get 80 pounds on the bar, which means I need to take up maybe a 50 pound jump For your from second. first to second, maybe yep. take one in the back room unless I'm following myself. Yep. And then, okay, now I have to take a 30 pound jump or something. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And- the hardest thing to decide is we have 30 seconds. Yeah. So I, I might take my opener of 120. Maybe there is somebody else lifting. Cool. I can get a little bit of a breather, mm-hmm. but I might be following myself. Right. And I need to take a 288 clean jerk in 30 seconds or, you know, whatever. Sucks, so, dude. Well, okay. no, it, it's going to be a very interesting, can I do it type situation for yeah. me, which will be motivating for me. Yeah, I guess. I just think that whole following yourself thing is, it's a little bit more doable mm-hmm. in weightlifting. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But you'd they never to, be able to follow yourself they on used a to huge do it. deadlift. They used to do That's it. That's crazy. Back in the day. Yeah. Ed Cohn back in the day, he pulled, uh, it was like, because he was the heaviest deadlifter. Mm-hmm. So he pulled like 860, 890, or maybe, I don't know what the yeah. jumps were, but three three deadlifts over 800 pounds and into 900 pounds within five minutes. That's, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's fucking nuts. But what's the only benefit is that he knew months in advance he had to do that. Right. So he could prepare for it in a better way. Right. So he might not be able to hit his PRs. He probably did, but maybe he wouldn't, but he at least knew. Where Mm -hmm. right now, I have no idea. Mm -hmm. I have no idea who's going to be there. Also, it's kind of a gray area. So there's only 40 total lifters across all of the weight classes. So the way I'm assuming, because... 40 men or 40, 40 men? men 40 men. 40 men. So the way I'm assuming this meet's going to go is we're going to go based off of a Wilkes-type system. Right. Some form like that, because I'm sure... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There if aren't it's an enough, open... Yeah. If it's an open, then yeah. They're not going to... Otherwise, everyone's going to... Well, and that's how some powerlifting meets Otherwise, are. Otherwise, I'll get a gold medal because I'll be the fucking, only one in the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be interesting, because if all 40 of us are going in rotation at a time, at a minimum, unless there's some clerical error, mm-hmm. every two minutes the bar needs to be being lifted. Right. If there are 40 lifters, that could be an eight-hour meet. Yep. If everybody takes their two minutes. Eight-hour meet, and you do all your lifts within six minutes. Exactly. Is it, Which is so crazy. So I'm hoping there's some big-ass guy or some little guy that can right. lift somewhere in it's the ballpark. It's going to be tough. That's the, the tough thing is going to be timing your warm-ups. Yes. And then being able to... Complete all right. of them. Yeah. So Monday, I'm giving myself 35 minutes to warm up and hit my first opener. Wednesday, I'm giving myself 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Friday, I'm going to see... I'm sorry. No, no, no. Wednesday, I'm giving myself 25 minutes. Friday, I'm going to give myself 40 minutes mm-hmm. just because it needs to be my last max out and actually give it enough effort. Right. But that's going to be different for me in that one day I have a little more time. This day, I have a little less time. And it's it's going to be... Playing around for sure. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be an exciting couple of weeks here. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So you're you are competing. So May 11th. It will be the the week, the next weekend that this comes out, right? Yes. Yeah. So this will come out Thursday. Mm-hmm. You're competing not that weekend, but the following. Right. This weekend. comes out the first, right? Yeah. Is that right. Something yeah. Something like that. So ten days after this airs, I'll be competing. You'll be competing, and then the next weekend we have the powerlifting the powerlifting meet. meet in Sartell here. And the best thing is, since my meet comes first. 
My you week. don't have to fucking worry about anything. You know what I mean? On you're, my side. You're yeah. lead up for, you can help Luke with whatever he needs. That the whole week. week. Yeah. Because it's my D load. Mm -hmm. I might do some box jumps. Exactly. You know? So yeah, it's exciting me for us around here, man. Fuck yeah. It'll be good when, uh, so we will have a couple of recaps to do in a couple of weeks here. Hell yeah. It'll be interesting to see, especially for you handling someone for the first time, what you learn. You know what I mean? Yeah. And especially being at a powerlifting meet. And, and then how you it can, differs. Yes. And then you can, that'll be good, man. We mm -hmm. got some content coming for you, peeps. Yeah, yeah. All right. There's another <laughs> Coaches Collaboration podcast. Yeah, we are, can you say, we out? We out. Boom, boom. The Coaches Collaboration Podcast. What do you mean you haven't subscribed yet? What the hell are you waiting for? Come on, y'all. The Coaches Collaboration Podcast is brought to you by Salutum Health and Performance. Take your full power potential to a new level. Online at salutumhp.com.